Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way everyone. Welcome back to Children of Verte. We are so excited to have you. Thank you for spending your Tuesday evening with us. We hope you had a wonderful holiday. And Adam, take us away with the sponsors. Thanks, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. They are gifting everyone with an Electrum chest code on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. Thank you for your continued support. We have Die Hard Dice, who has supplied our cast with Hope Lavelle's Luxurious Lovebirds of Luck. <laughs> Luxurious lovebirds. Oh, love <laughs> yes. So oh, thank no. you, Die Hard. And you can get 10% off your order with the code Erte, or you can possibly win a $20 promotional gift code uh, with the instructions in chat. So pay attention there. And thanks, Die Hard Dice. Finally, tonight you'll hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. And I am Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. We've got a lot going on. Uh, we're trying to um, uh, kind of put a uh, strong punctuation mark on uh, 2023 before the holiday break that we have here. Uh, but it's it's been a blast these last few months uh, with, with everything that we're getting out to the world. Thank you so much for the engagement, the response. It's always so wonderful to see. And uh, tonight I am playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical super fan. I have to think about it every time. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I am not the CEO of Demiplane, and I won't be at PAX. I won't be at PAX this weekend because your girl needs a break. It's been quite the year. I'll be there next year. But I have to space myself so that I have enough rest so I can roll into PAX you with, you know, in one piece. Anyway. Mm. Um, hope everybody's Thanksgiving was amazing. Uh, I will be playing Fruza Armstrong, attorney at law, who for the first time was taken out. I mean, taken down, taken out, zero hit points, flatline, and now standing. It was very traumatic. I mean, it was like a back. really it's short like of time, though. Like, super <laughs> short. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Welcome to the club, Fruza. I am back. There you go. <laughs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on the socials as Dreamwisp, and you can find me streaming as Dreamwisp Jen. Had to think about it there. Um, <laughs> hello, brains. Um, uh, tonight, no, what am I doing? What are we? Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome to Children of Airtay. Um, uh, I will also not be at PAX, but I will be around here doing other fun things. Um, 
I have been stressed about our last game since our last game. I had my mother going, what happened in this game? You keep talking about how stressful it was. It's like, you have no idea. Um, so yes, uh, and tonight I will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn, who just wanted to punch some things. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms and an oboist, which sometimes you can find me playing after packs which I am going to. Uh, if you see me wandering around at PAX Unplugged, I will be in a mask, but I will still be saying hi to folks. So come and say hi. I'm on two different panels. Uh, go check out my socials for all that information because if I try to remember it here, I will forget most of it. But what I haven't forgotten about is what happened last time we played because last time my character, Neb, um, she almost died and then she decided that no one else was going to die today. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. I am Hope Lavelle. Follow me on the socials as the Hope Lavelle. I will not be going to PAX, sadly, but that's because I will be working LA Comic Con. Yeah. So come oh, see right. me there. That's yeah. also something happening. This Both weekend. coasts covered. I like exactly. It. Yeah. So, you know, come hang out. Come find me. Um, and tonight I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your favorite granny for hire, who. You can rest assured, if you die, she will be holding you in her arms as tightly as possible. She has room for all of you. <laughs> Next to dolls. Yeah. Unless she dies first. Yeah, which is paper doll chain. Miss Robin, if you die first, Silas will arrange your arms yes. around everyone else who dies after. Oh my Thank goodness. You. I just love the idea that if any of them die, Robin's just going to put them in her purse, <laughs> in her backpack, and carry them around for eternity. Amazing. Um, I'm Deborah Ann Wool. I'm your storytelling for, storyteller for this evening. I actually have things to promote and announce. Yeah. Um, first of all, the D&D &D Adventures channel is up on Freebie and Plex, and you can watch it myself on Faster Purple Worm Kill. Kill. Yeah. Uh, super fun Thursdays and Saturdays. Um, yeah, we had a great time. Please watch. I made a bunch of silly characters. I got to be a player. I don't, which I don't get to do very often. Yeah. So that was cool. um, and I have my first D&D uh, &D adventure officially published by Wizards. Um, and that is Saving the Children's Menu. It's available on D&D Beyond. And I'm very, very, very proud of it. <laughs> and I hope uh, if any of you do go out there and run it, that you will find me on the socials and let me know how it went. Because I'm so curious uh, how everyone's tables will go. Um, I will not be at PAX, nor will I be <laughs> like, oh, geez. <laughs> I will be sleeping like Alicia. <laughs> hashtag and, uh, Team HomeCon. Hashtag mm. Team HomeCon. Stay, stay vention. I'll do a stay vention. How about that? Oh, that's mm. it. I actually am literally doing a stay vention with Streamily. Oh. <laughs> I'll be doing for uh, God of War and True Blood. We are doing a couple of live streamed uh, autograph signings. So you can buy them on our shop on streamly.com and watch us sign them and talk and chat on the lives on the weekends. Oh, uh, cool. It's fantastic. Yeah, look into all that stuff. Wow, I actually had stuff to say. Look at that. But most importantly, um, I want to give a shout out to our greatest fan of all, uh, who happens to be my mother, Kathy, Aww. who made this for us. <gasps> it's a little, she crocheted a little pivot. It's a little foam. It's life size. <laughs> oh my it's life -size. gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I sure am glad that he didn't just completely die and she not come said, back. Yeah, he brought it back. She put all that work into it. She gave it to me. And she was like, I was watching the show. And I was like, oh, no. My my um, gift for Deborah won't, uh, won't mean much of this. So thank you. Timing uh, is everything. Neb. Um, my Mom, I just love it so much. My With mother is so piano. talented and so sweet. I know. I know it's amazing. I like that he has no eyes. He's just a hat and a beard. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. So he's gonna live up here uh, and look at, look over me and look over all of us as as we uh, dive into the sixty fifth chapter of Children of Erte. So get cozy and let's settle in. So. Yes, last time was stressful. Um, you all took quite a beating. Uh, Pivum almost did not come back. In fact, he, the light went out of his eyes. His heart stopped um, for a good little while there until Neb, using her diamond that she found in the house in the woods, found some power within herself. You all seem to have kind of descended eventually below this terrifying fleshy ooze and and as you are all you know crouched on the ground surrounding Pivum's body you know if you were to glance up above you almost no light is coming through it is very dark you just see this slight glow of pink and undulating fleshy movements about 10 feet above your head um as you were looking down at Pivum and Neb, you completed this powerful incantation. Um, you watched that diamond disintegrate. The dust of it falling to the ground like glitter or small stars as it sort of blows away on the ground. And you listen very carefully, hearing the soft as Pivim's small mouth. <sighs> he does not wake up, but he is breathing again. And those of you who are listening carefully also heard another heartbeat. Thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, thump. Even though Neb heard that other heartbeat, she is so completely focused on what just happened and Pivum, her hands are still on his chest mm. and she's just shaking and staring at him. Can we tell what direction the other heartbeat is coming from? Give me a perception check. Eight. Days are starting up already. <laughs> no idea. You can feel it almost as much as you can hear it. Oh, what is sorry, Robin. Sorry. Uh, look, everyone, it's, we've just been through a lot and uh, everyone's okay. It looks like everyone's going to be okay. But I think we need to keep moving. What? What if we bump into something else and we're not fit to fight? Do you hear that noise? I'm trying to ignore it. Silas, what do you think? I should have probably gotten a better recap from all of you when I was asleep that that night. 
um, because I really, I really don't even know what, like, we're, we're trying to, I, I don't know, save these musical puffs. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know what we're doing here, to be honest, especially after all of that. Like, this is a horrible play. I'm so tired of going to horrible, horrible places. I think Hope's just afraid if we stop here that we make ourselves like I don't know, targets for something else. I mean, Robin. <laughs> you know, who the Okay. Who, who is? Him? You know what I mean. Okay. Who, who yeah. There is no hope. I hit my head. There is no hope. Oh, oh. No hope no. to be found. Um, <laughs> what? What is around us? Um, at a cursory glance, you can do a perception check if you like, but it is dark. In fact, it seems to get darker the further away from your 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 reach. I just mindlessly light up. Ring. Okay, around you. That'll help. Um, you see basically just this. It is this smooth, almost stone ground, empty, inky black void, and above this undulating pink, fleshy, gum colored goo that's letting in just a little bit of light. Uh, uh, Maeve, what was your perception check? It was a 16. You notice, especially as Silas begins to light up the area, that the pink does seem to stop at the edge of where you, you know, the, the shoreline. That it seems to only be kind of covering this lake area. Um, that the ceiling over there is of a different quality. Uh, I, you guys, I don't really remember what happened. All I remember is that I fell, and now I'm here. I guess I'm. Did did we come from there? And Fruz is pointing to the bubble because she doesn't remember falling in the crevice. I was dragged in. Remember. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we went through whatever that stuff is up there. We all fell into something else. Okay. Well, it appears to, at least for the moment, to be a safer place. What if we're inside a something? What if we're inside a body? What if we just went through the cavity of, of this creature and now we're inside of it? If we came inside of it, I mean, would logically would we come out of it? I don't want to think about that right now either, actually. I mean, what if we're just getting this, this heartbeat, this beat that we're hearing? What if it's, what if we're inside of a beast? If I felt well, I would, I would want to stab something. But I, I'm, I'm just afraid it might retaliate. How do we know that thing won't? get to us again what, I think what is that that does it have arms a face anything do you guys see anything it has tentacles oh, great i think hearing robin talking about being inside of a beast shakes neb just enough out of her complete mm. focus on pivim and she kind of 
Um, but we are okay. That's not just me. I thought I was very focused on Pivum, and so I thought I was hearing things because I don't know what a gnome's heartbeat is like. But that's that that is a different heartbeat we're hearing, right? Oh, I was hoping you guys heard something else. Yeah. Wait, are you saying Pivum has a heartbeat? Yeah. I thought he was gone. Um, I, I asked for him to come back. How, how, Nev? How did you do that? How the hell did you do that? Uh, it's a very good question. <laughs> I, I just, I just asked really loudly. Pivum, are you there? And she'll move just enough so that people, if they can't see his chest rising and falling and him uh, breathing. And he's still um, uh, asleep, but he's asleep. He's not. Uh, I mean, just, he just need like, and then um, Silas, uh, Silas is going to just say, I mean, does he need like, I, I don't know, an attaboy or something. And as that happens, like <laughs> magical energy yes. kind of <laughs> com comes off of his tongue and uh, washes over Pivum. And uh, that's going to restore. Let's see. I have to roll this one since we don't have all this maximized stuff going on. Um, so that's going to be, let's see, uh, 11 <laughs> hit points. Oh, pretty good. Mm -hmm. As you say attaboy, <laughs> he sort of turns over and he spits a little bit of pink colored ooze kind of spits out of his mouth as he kind of weakly turns onto his knees and his eyes flutter open and shut as if he's trying to adjust to the darkness and he catches eyes with you, Neb and looks at you deeply till they open wide with fear. <gasps> Who are you? What do you want? Get away from me. As he scurries back away from you, looking, darting from one to the other, trying to figure out who you are. Pivum? He's no. a zombie. A zombie. I, I, I don't think he has a heartbeat, he's not. And talking. I mean, there are different kinds of zombies. <sighs> You stay away. Don't what? hurt me. No. I would never hurt you. What's the last thing you remember? He. He. Ooh. Give me a quick persuasion. Uh, sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, 15. 15. Uh, he seems to <sighs> sort of slow down his breathing a little bit as he keeps his eyes locked on you. He sort of. Uh. Aurelia. Bruce is going to. What is this place? What have you done? Well, now you're in Tyver, but it was. There was a part where you were in the veil, and. As you say, Tyver and the veil. He looks over to you, Maeve, and again kind of scurries back, holding himself, his, his back hunched almost like a cat's. Uh, you know, in 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 fear and 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 aggression, uh, tensed with readiness. Why would I be in Tiver? Well, when we met you 
in the Vale, it was a couple days ago, and you said that you had gone through uh, a doorway and that that took you from Lorelia into the Vale, and that you had been there for years looking for a way back. You had been looking for um, the, your ruler, and we met up with you, and you helped us a lot, and we were trying to help you, and then we were helping the the person who's the ruler of of Tiver, this place. And so we came here because she could bring us here and get us out of the veil in the hopes that that would eventually get you back to Lorelia. You know, you know of Lorelia. Only what you've told us. Oh no. We we have now Turned back on our PS5 from rest mode. And Ooh. Pivum is like loading up from an old save file or something. Like oh, that. straight like up. Factory reset? This is not factory reset, it doesn't sound like, but it like I there there hasn't been an autosave for like it sounds like years here. Well, well, you know what? It's better that he lost some memories than lost his life, okay? I hey, 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 no, no. I, I, I'm not being critical when I'm saying this. I'm just saying like like I think that, yeah. Oh man, this is going to be complicated. Pivum, it's a weird situation. It's it's us, Pivum. It's me, Pivum. Robin. You said that Robin reminded you of one of your sisters, and you've got twenty three of those siblings. <sighs> he he kind of clocks that. Looks back to Robin. Give me a persuasion uh, with you helping each other. So, what are your persu- are your persuasion bonuses, both Robin and Maeve? I'm a plus seven. Plus seven. Ooh, plus one. Plus one. So let's do one of you roll with a plus eight. Okay. Oh, that was a nat 20. Wow. wow. Honestly, I'll take a photo of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> as he as he kind of takes that and he looks back over at Robin, you see him kind of cock his head to the side and look at you. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> then he kind of looks over towards you, Neb. He says, if you know so much about your Lorelia. Tell me, who's our ruler? Oh man, we never remember that. Uh, Neb does, but Lauren doesn't. And so, give me a second. <laughs> I'm just gonna go find in my notes because it's, it's you can do a history. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, I'm right there. Uh, the ruler of Lorelia is Queen Zola. Zola, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you said it was uh, Queen Zola. <sighs> well, well, well. Either you're terrible enemies that wish me awful harm, or you're dear friends. So I'm gonna hope that it's I'm gonna hope it's the latter. Yeah, I don't know. The jury's still out. I consider he you gives a you dear- a little side eye, Silas. <laughs> Silas, I'm kidding. I'm stay I'm kidding. Crash. I'm just joking. You say crash. Little <laughs> thing kind of. He shakes it off. Uh, actually, Robin will clock that and yeah. be like, hey, uh, Piva, you wouldn't happen to want a nice shower right now, would you? And she's like, trying to... And then, Silas is going to, at this point, like, yes. mentally forge an illusion of, uh, water, um, like, falling, and then, uh, because I can do this in about a five-foot cube, and yes. so, um, another... Uh, image of Pivum uh, buck naked 
hair hair all over what are you doing, and like uh spinning around and, and basically making the sounds that silas remembered uh pivot making when he had that first shower um which hear. might not be PG thirteen for. for <laughs> say, what is happening? You hear We've known you for a while. That song exists in every. <laughs> well, it's a little bit of you and a little bit of Pippa yeah. <laughs> mixing together in your memory. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to roll for this. Um, is he gonna think we were looking through his window? Yeah, uh, Pippa is totally freaked out. He was not bashful, it. by the way. I, there wasn't any peeping going on. But you have what? created. It was in my room. You've created a very lifelike image of him taking a shower. Um, so he he sort of, you know, this absolutely throws him. He runs a little bit closer to uh, Robin and Neb and Maeve um, and kind of, oh, oh this, is, this is Trixie magic, Trixie magic, I can tell. That does look nice, though. He sort of really enjoyed it his hands out as if he's going to try to touch the water that is dripping down but of course it is only an illusion but hey uh crash if we can get out of this predicament we can get back to real showers at some point maybe we should explain to him like what happened to us and where we are right, except for the part somebody explain that to me have maybe <laughs> kill two birds with one stone i mean as I don't know if we can explain, but we can sum up. Is that how it works? Um, uh, let, let's put it this way. We met you in the Vale. We were, we were all kind of in dire situations and we helped each other out Wait. until we got here. I, we helped I the went ruler. to the Vale? It's a yeah, real place? You, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a story. I oh. didn't even know it existed until I ended up there. What? Well, well, if you if you want to know about stories being real, you better sit down for this one. <laughs> Hi, where are the children of Erte? <laughs> His eyes, Erte. <laughs> nice <laughs> to meet you. He, he like kind of, kind of as me. He goes, "Oh my God." <laughs> I I was gonna try to gloss over a couple of things until we were in a situation that we had more time. But yes, Maeve's right. We're children of Erte. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, Pivim's world is just turned upside down. He's like <laughs> pulling his hair. He's, you know, hugging on his beard. Oh my god. Wait. So, oh, so what else is real? What isn't real? How do I know what reality is? Si si That's an Silas excellent just question. Starts, si Silas starts, uh, you know, a short train ride ago. And he like starts like blasting through these like three songs. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, on super fast, like they're on fast forward. And then, uh, you know, he's like, children of their tape. <laughs> and then Miss Robin's like, wait. Neb will eventually hold up a hand and be like, um, uh, when we've got a moment. First off, that's very pretty. But second off, but let's let's. We are not in a situation right now that I think we can spend the next uh, hour and 30 minutes explaining what happened over the last 15 days. But yes, it looks like you've lost your memory of that time. 
and I'm sorry about that. I mean, a lot of it sucked anyway, to be honest. Well, yeah, and the, a... the way that you lost it literally sucked. <laughs> yeah, um, so we were. Yeah, why? Why don't I remember? What's why? I don't understand. That that I don't know. We were. Well, crash! You kind of died. So kind let, of, let, let's just, let's just make sure that like we're clear and transparent <laughs> about that part of this. His process. whole jaw drops. He's just a little, you know, circle of in his mm -hmm. beard. And he sort yeah, of but you're like, okay, now. flops back on his back, looking up at the pink undulating ceiling, trying to kind of grasp that. I died. Um, oh, for... I mean, something yet like it, yeah. And... Now I'm back. Yeah, Neb yeah. apparently can just like raise the dead, like altered uh, beast style. Like well, I, I, or something. I, I don't, let's not go that far. I still am trying to figure out what exactly I did. As far as I know, I just asked you to come back. Oh. And you disintegrated a diamond in the process. So I think that that was like, I don't know, like a. Yeah, that's yeah. What do they what do they oh, call it in V and V? It's like a spell component or something. It's like when you have bat doo doo and you like, <laughs> it's like an ingredient. Like a, yeah, well, an I, ingredient. Yeah. I, I'd accidentally pulled it out when I was grabbing for my stone, and something about it made me think of stars, and that's that's when I just kind of thought about calling out to you. He just sort of lies there. Blankly staring up. And you say I've lost years? Yeah, because you said that before we met you, you had been in the veil for a couple of years. Mm. I mean, your body kind of looks the same. So, like, your body probably still has the years, but. He I reaches down to his little belly of jelly. <laughs> Gives a little shake. Feels the same to me. I mean, in shape, keeping it tight. I it's like it's probably all in there still. You just have to unlock it again. I, I don't feel like all is lost, Pip. Uh, will help you remember in time. And and, uh, and you know what? In the end, if if you don't, that's okay. Because like I said, you being back is the most important thing. And I'm sorry that you don't remember. I'm sorry that you don't remember the last couple of years, partially because that sucks, but also because trying to deal with everything we just talked about has got to be a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember most of the late 70s either, though. And, like, <laughs> I've had a very full life. So, like, I, I you know, I think I think you'll be OK. Pivotal. Like, I, you know, and like I, I said, a lot a of this term effect sucked. or a long term effect. Mm. This could be something that you, you get your memories back over time. It could be something that you you figure things out. Something unlock, unlocks it. You, you just don't know. We've never we've never been in this situation before in so many ways. So, yeah, it's an adventure. He takes all this in, still lying there, kind of wide eyed. Or you could just lie on the floor for the time being and, you know, stay here. Have fun. I mean, to be honest, we were all kind of contemplating that for a moment. It, the thing that made you die was rough for all of us. 
He looks at you all. I think I'd like to go home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, you know that's how to do that? I don't know. Can you, like, teleport? Or... No, he's... Mm. Remember, we're supposed to find a scribe. <gasps> Doesn't oh. work. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I mean, I thought I would try. Robin went, <laughs> lose, lose a couple years of memories, that become is. a scribe. It's like, oh, okay. It's a trade off. Yeah. Uh, it has nothing happens. It is a tense moment, though. <laughs> For a moment, you think it's gonna. Um, but he still stands there. He lets his arms droop a little bit. Um, you know, lonesomely at his side as his shoulders slump a little more even than his small frame usually is. And he just kind of goes, okay. Well, I guess I'm with you. Got no other option here. You seem like nice enough folk. Well, that's such, an, such an, a lovely uh, endorsement there. I had no other option, but I'll go with you. Uh, and we'll take, take it. care of you. He's calling it like he sees it. Yeah, I mean. We, we kind of have no idea where we're going, but, we, we're, but we're nice people. We're trying. We're trying our yeah. best, really. And I mean, for, for Pivum's benefit, mm-hmm. what are we trying to accomplish down here? So um, the reason that we came to Tiver is we're helping the ruler of Tiver. Her name is Ivy. You You helped her, too. Um, basically come back oh. home and get her world back. And we got here and there was a, a big compass-like machine that she was trying to work on and she said that the, the core of this place had been damaged or something was wrong with it and mm-hmm. that we she asked us to come down and fix it and that once it was fixed, she'd be able to fix the thing up there somewhere and that would call her people back and i'm sure before we left we like specified exactly what we needed to do to fix this thing right uh we did not because she did not know what was wrong she just said we knew what we we would know when we saw that it was wrong yeah see pivum i don't even remember like yesterday so like it'll be okay yeah feeling real confident about this group okay (laughs) um But mythological heroes. Absolutely. We are. And now you're one of us. So welcome welcome to being a hero. Oh boy. All right. So we're looking for a core, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And um now that you are um now that I'm not listening for your heartbeat, do you all hear that? <gasps> a heartbeat, a core, a heartbeat, a core a heart is a core. Do you I think mean, that, I hope that you're on the right. has a heart and we have to fix it? You're talking about that thing that's thumping like three times? Because that doesn't sound like any heartbeat I've ever heard. It's an abnormal heart. I mean, <laughs> a, a planet could have a heart that beats three times. That could be normal. That could just be somebody playing a drum down there. Over in the corner going, nobody listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, should we go ahead go in the direction of where we think ask. 
there's in all this time have we been able to find any has there been any more sense of where the where it's coming right. from if you all pay attention we can do another perception check Someone's gonna get it. <laughs> uh, who would like to do so? Any of you can. I think, I think uh, Maeve has the highest perception. I know. I've got an 18. Okay. 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 Um, Maeve, you're pretty sure the reason you're all having trouble figuring out what direction this is coming from is because it's coming from all directions. Oh. You can feel the stone beneath you. <laughs> This whole place is vibrating with it. Um, it's, you know, it's faint. It's not, you know, blasting through, but yeah. it is it is moving through every surface. It is directionless. Or I, I direction feel the stone with my hand, like getting yes. down close to it, fly and like yeah. my feet are just like up in the air. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to lick the stone. Does it like actually taste like rock? And Silas oh, no. definitely knows what a rock okay. like. Okay. <laughs> um, give me a perception check. I knew eventually I would rub off on all of you. Now here you are, <laughs> licking things that nobody would think to lick. I'm so um, proud of you, Silas. Let's see. Uh, so that's a 16. Okay. It tastes organic, um, but more metallic. Uh, has that little, like, pennies in the back of your, your mouth. And as you do that... The saliva on your tongue, as it as it brushes against this uh, surface, it almost um, like a mood ring. The place where you licked it kind of becomes this rainbow of colors. That would be so useful. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that, like, how how big of an area though? Just the size of your tongue. I'm going to lovingly rub my hand and my like forearm on, on the surface mm -hmm. to see if anything else happens. Nothing happens. I'm going to like, <laughs> and like try to supply a bunch of saliva and then I'm going to spit it in my hand and then I'm going to wipe it in a circle. Yep. Uh, absolutely. That causes some of the rainbow to uh to happen um and in fact as you look over where pivum spit up a little bit this area too has a little bit of this rainbow glow underneath the pink hey do y'all see this rainbow spit yeah yeah uh hold on a second i'm curious if it's anything wet or if it you got a spit and neb is going to pull out one of the berries that she mm -hmm. still has from last time that she mm -hmm. made berries for everybody and is going to kind of crush it a little bit in her hand so the juices start to come out and drip the juice on the rock. Um, I'll I'll say, yeah, you get a little bit of a reaction. It's not it's not intense, but you get some reaction out of it. I'm I'm going to float over away from everyone uh -huh. and turn away from everyone uh -huh. and then start relieving myself <laughs> um to see if that liquid does it also. <laughs> Yes, that liquid you can write your name in rainbow yeah. on the floor um, okay. can a spot where that not that spot i, I mean i was very intentional yeah. about yeah. not like um, no, no runoff or anything like that yeah is the texture 
different underneath mm. where the rainbow is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. It's 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 not that it almost like a scab. This is so gross. I'm sorry, but like when a scab comes off and there's like new skin. Yeah. It has it's almost like the 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 stone is is like like a it's, scab it's, and it's then been, almost like it's been covered in something like it's been yes, dipped or, the, or this, there's the, some this is sort of revealing what is underneath. Oh. When and, I, and the urine is doing the, it too. The urine is doing it as well. When so I put, water but the water doesn't work. The the well the good berry did it worked a, oh, little, it did, bit. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and the gonna, same with okay. the, the spit and the pee, you know, like it's all it's yeah, all kind it of working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I okay. put my hand on a mm -hmm. spot that is rainbow now, can I feel the the thump thump stronger? Perception. Like we've removed a berry or something. Uh I would love for you to roll it. Uh, plus it. seven, please. You think so, yes. It's hard to tell, but it vibrates more than the dark surface. It's what are we standing on. I mean, maybe Maeve and Robin are right. We're standing on the heart, and whatever this is, and I'll tap on a place that isn't the rainbow. Whatever this is, is something that's been blocking it, and that's why. That's why it's not working. I don't know. So I, I, I'm going to, to find out. find a rainbow connection and I am going to like stick my hand there uh -huh. and then I'm going to concentrate really hard to um, see if mm -hmm. I sense any thoughts coming from the creature. Hmm. Potential creature. I'm going to say, yeah, it's not unlike the globs. It's the globbies. It's primitive. It's more like trying to detect the thoughts of a mammalian sea creature, kind of, you know, a jellyfish or something like that. It has thoughts, but not language. It has feelings. It has a wide range of, of, of nuance, but it's... it's I, I get surface emotion. Do I feel fear? Do I feel contentment? Do I feel confusion? You feel loneliness. Hey, hey, everyone! Like I, like this, I, I can read the thoughts of whatever mm -hmm. is under us right here. Like this thing is certainly alive, and um, <gasps> I, you know, I don't know any other way to put this, but it feels like it needs a friend. Oh, well, if it's if this is the thing that's been cut. Yeah, if it's been cut off from all the people that it used to be connected to in some way, that makes sense. So are we literally just like going to have to all drink a lot and like whiz this thing, this shell off of it? Or like you know, what? Or, you yeah. know, maybe we could just take the water that we were going to drink and use that. Instead. But you you get my point. Like, I, um, yeah, I doesn't I, have to I, go through the transition process there. But. Maybe that's what Ivy was talking about. Maybe she knew that we, that's why we would be the ones to fix it. Because she knows we pee or what? No. <laughs> so rulers don't pee. I have may have forgotten to give you that bit of lore. Back in may, may I just clarify something very quickly? Out. Yes, you may. Okay. 
Um, the the uh, the thing we fell out of. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes up only to the surface of the the barrier, right? So the the pink stuff. The pink stuff. Yeah. The pink stuff is about ten feet above you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a cloud layer. Right. And right. and and it wasn't it was maybe five feet, five to ten feet thick underneath this kind of ice. Not the lake. not the um uh okay, you, I've I've said my theory. I, I think we're in a cell, so not the cytoplasm, <laughs> but whatever organelles above us. <laughs> yes, yes. What I'm thinking is that mm, maybe I, never mind, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> Gonna... <laughs> well, I'm, oh, I've got. It... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Farisa. Is it is 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 this Jen theory or is it Maeve theory or is it Jen? I theory? mean, Maeve has said it three times at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's why so, when Robin yes. mentions this being a heart, I think that's yes. why we all kind of because well, I mean, you that's had already why been I talking. Tried to detect thoughts of it. That's yeah. why you Because otherwise, I would just think it was. Uh, uh, I have two quick questions uh-huh. just to clarify um the the rainbow section when you said that it kind of reminded of a, a scab mm-hmm. that had come off in new mm-hmm. skin does it feel like it's healing skin like this is injured instead of uh broken broken oh um y- yes it the the rainbow pearlescent um area certainly feels it feels more vulnerable but um but not in a bad way okay right you know i mean armor is better at protecting you than skin but skin is your skin yeah and, and then the 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 pink thing above us yes. you said that eventually we could walk in a in a direction and get out from under it and we'd yes. be under like the the edge of the wherever we were we'd be yes. out from under the pink stuff yes correct okay um and Nebby's gonna kind of look around at everybody and we all look super hurt <laughs> including <laughs> her and and she's gonna say well if if we've got to go looking for a way to uh peel this armor off we should probably be ready for it and she's going to pull out her rock and place it on uh, one of these rainbow patches Mm -hmm. the the place where she had dropped a bunch of good berry juice Mm -hmm. and she's going to summon um, her healing sparklers uh, right there and uh, she'll she'll do it at a fairly high level because we're all super hurt and so uh, this uh, swirling pinks and purples and blues uh, kind of appear and uh, float up and she's intentionally not going to walk into it but like not only point to everybody to come on over and feel better but specifically watch to see if if the thing we're standing on takes some healing Okay. Mm. Um, it does not the 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 rainbow section does not seem to spread. Mm-hmm. It kind of has no visible reaction to your area effect. Okay. 
Uh, but so those my- of us who walk into it, what happens? Because Pivim's like limps over there. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> so I can do this. So this can happen four times, mm-hmm. and everybody gets a one d six hit points back. Okay. Um, okay. That works. And so uh, four people. So it sounds like Pivim is gonna take oh. one. Pivim's gonna take one. Okay. Great. Um. Who else is? Yeah, one d six. Who's who's at single digits? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm full health. I'm hey. fourteen. Almost no I'm spells. Fourteen as well. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> Neb is taking one because she's at single digits. Uh, <laughs> oh, I would like one if I can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not over. Uh, yeah, yes. anyone who you know died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mave, are okay. you good? I'm at 30. I, oh, okay. I'm, I'm like, I'll I'm take at, the other I'm one. I'm around half of okay. nine. So. I'll take, what was that? A D6? A D6. Yeah. And nothing else? Oh, okay. uh, it's Ooh. two D6. I'm sorry, because I cast it at second level. So it's okay. two D6 for everybody. <gasps> Ooh, I got a six on both. Yay. While this is going on, Silas is going around and like Perfect seriously that. trying to continue to lick. Okay. Um, And just see if it continues to have the same effect. Yeah, you're licking and, and it absolutely continues to have the same effect. You will notice as you do it, some of the other places are starting to dry up. That they, as it evaporates, there's mm-hmm. getting to be less there. It's going to be hard to have a constant, consistent level of that, especially mm-hmm. considering this, you don't even know the size of this space at this point. Um, yeah. May I um, ask a question? A- this may be a, like an investigation or an insight yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, uh, does it seem like this is something that there's like the Zamboni that should be coming around and cleaning this up and that has not been happening? Or does this seem like something that has been done to this actively? Like, does was it dipped in concrete or was there is the thing that's supposed to come and pick up trash? Let's do an investigation. Okay. Just because this is just kind of a logic you know, mm-hmm. sense, you know, from, from everything you've sensed. This is a 17. Okay. You're, you're going to go with the, considering the kind of soft quality of the, the more rainbow areas of this, um, that feels like the optimal state for this. And that this does, that this, this does seem like something should be taking care of this space and it has not happened in a very long time there is whatever access that was necessary for this to be cared for has been taken away by extension does it seem like the thing above us might be upside down or or too high up um you know that that thing you know that that thing had a 10-foot reach and it's probably just mm. 10 feet above you. So it could probably reach down here if it were so inclined. What if that hey, thing is sort of an invader? <clears throat> Say again, Frieza? So what if that thing above us is some sort of an invader? I don't think it's an invader. I think, think that's it's supposed to... I think that's the vacuum. I think it's the vacuum cleaner. I think it's the Hoover. And I think it got, oh. yeah. And I think it got. I think it got. Something happened. 
I don't know if it got uh, the world got flipped upside down or what, but something happened. I think that flipped around. I think it's supposed to be on here on the ground, hoovering up, crawling <laughs> itself around, and not eating people, but eating whatever this is. Are there any tentacles up above us that appear to be, um, you know, damaged, hanging on by a thread, or do we have you any see that are like no damage? This is just an oozy, cloudy kind of thing. You know, it's uh, whatever it is. It's either healed or, you know, it's it's like trying to fight Jello. Do, do we have a place to go? Is mean. Is, you don't see anything beyond, you know, the ceiling has some slight variation depending on whether you're under the pink stuff or, or under the dark stuff. But uh, the ground is just this dark stone, except for the places where you have licked and peed and smeared berries. <laughs> well, and then, but this is where we hear the heartbeat coming you from can below. Hear, yeah. It's coming, it's coming it from below for sure is where you can feel it. Um, the vacuum Veruza. Mm -hmm. Investigation check, please. Oh boy, this is gonna be harsh. We'll see. 11. 11. Mm -hmm. But I could add a plus, depending on what you're getting ready to do, I can add a plus three. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything to you. Um something about this conversation is tr you're trying to remember what Ivy said about the compass. Oh because yeah, the compass was wrong. The compass it was spinning. It was, it was right? spinning. It, spinning. It couldn't it couldn't connect. It she talked about she needs the the beacon will only work she thought that the energy that helps the beacon was blocked oh Fruza shares this with the crew do you guys remember ivy saying that yeah well and if but, if this is magnetic north and it's been ooh. blocked and the compass can't you know grab onto it so is that thing blocking it though, or is this stuff blocking it? Well, I I think it might be worth taking a, a little walk around and see what else is here. Is this the only pink stuff? Are there other pink stuff? Is there anything Ooh, else around? Because otherwise we're gonna try to figure out how to get that down here. And that that was already difficult to deal with. I'm I'm not <laughs> it doesn't um... like us. I, I'm not at all good with the time part of this. Um, is it, it? Are we outside a, a sixty-second window from when I initially detected its thoughts at this point? Uh, yeah, probably. It's been a minute. You guys have been talking and, and you, licking. You and told us around. that 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 you sensed that it was lonely, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I I I think I know what's going on here. What is it, Maeve? Then what do we do? I, I, I'm sticking to my original. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to the thing I thought it was. I think it's a cell. I think it's trying to divide. I think it's got a, a shell around it and it can't because I think the thing that's supposed to clean it up isn't there. So it, it can't go anywhere. And it's lonely because it doesn't have its its pair. 
And the and the cleaner, whatever that is, is what is the, what is that? Just a, it's a, a lysosome. Cleaner? Didn't you pay attention in biology? <laughs> Just trying to see. Well, I, I think that's and a, then Maeve realizing that she's given up that she paid attention in biology, like she walks away bright red. Yes. As she walks away, Neb is gonna follow and say, "I think you're absolutely right." And yeah, let's let's do a little looking around and see. Maybe there's a pink thing somewhere that's, that's more apt to be a vacuum. <laughs> that isn't going to attack us. Silas is going to, um, well, if he's going down, to kind of project an illusion uh -huh. um, of some of this pink stuff uh -huh. that he's looking at above him. And he's like putting it closer and closer to the rainbow thing. Mm -hmm. um, is there any kind of, does anything happen? An illusion of it? Yeah, just an no, illusion. Nothing. No response. Okay. The, the the pink the the I'm gonna just call it Morganelle above us. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna stick with what my my gut go for whatever's in the brain. Whatever my framework yes. is right now, I'm going with it. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna go all the way being wrong. Yeah. But at least but at least we have things to call it besides the the pink thing. The so, pink stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm like the pink stuff. Oscillating. Mm -hmm. Hey, and pink stuff is cleanser. That's true. It's true. And it's really Back. great stuff too. Pepto bismol um, is good. Uh, does it look to be suspended by anything? Um, no, it, it looks like cloud cover. If, if anything, uh, I, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. Well, just the, you know, if anything, as you think about it, you know, if, if it really is only covering under the surface of this lake, like this this opening in this whatever crust is above you. Um, it's almost as if it was like, you know, suspended across that opening, like a scab would be in that sense. And um, it's, it's just kind of held on by the tension of the, you know, the edges and itself. It's a big sticky, you know. Uh, no, oh, sorry, I, I yeah. just, the, not that, the, the, oh. the thing we just fell out of. The pink stuff. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. the pink stuff. Okay. Yeah, that is the pink stuff. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's it's suspended, I guess, by its own force of tension. Okay. Um, not nothing's like pushing it up or pulling it down or anything like that. It's it's you know like a spider web or something. It's kind of, okay. you know, it's it's latched itself like a like a rubber bladder or something. Your your diaphragm maybe. Okay. Has that kind of quality to it? Have Maeve and I with her walking off and me following uh -huh. have we walked uh -huh. far enough that we're at an edge where oh yeah the, the bladder is up you against... were pretty close so yes you can watch past the edge of the bladder yeah. yes <laughs> when we get to that point can i examine the connection point and see yeah. uh like, absolutely give me an investigation check please what's going on if i can tell anything Twelve. Uh, Twelve. yeah it's definitely latched on to this edge um, like a trampoline, maybe that's a good good way to put it. Uh, like a trampoline, kind of that horizontal tension and pressure. Um, it seems to be, you know, pretty, you know, held on pretty tight. You can you can see. You remember getting some like acidy damage when it hits you. You can see it's kind of eating into the um, the, the rock or the you know the 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 ground the crust uh, on the side and that seems to be how it sort of fused itself as it's using that kind of acidic um you know digestion to kind of do that um yeah well 
I I think Maeve is right. I just don't know how we're going to detach this if that's what we need to do. Can we so maybe chase us? I'm sorry, what? Can we make it chase us? Uh, well, if it didn't chase us down here, then I don't the know idea. what we could do. <laughs> the worst idea. This Perusa with her three hit points. But, I mean, I mean, we we chased it chased us above it, but when we got here, it led us through. And um, mm -hmm. I can't remember if ne if Neb knows that you slashed at it when you got down here, yeah. um, but but when you slashed at it, it didn't. It wasn't like upstairs and where when we punctured it, it then came after you. It just healed up, right? Yeah. What, so, if, what if we just like electrify it and see if it explodes? Yeah, let's just blow it up. I like yeah. it. <laughs> this is the fireball. <laughs> I, well, I mean, hey, hey listen, it, like, I, can, under it. I can pull with an incredible amount of pressure, pull something in a direction so like if we all want to try to do those kinds of things then i can move a lot of things 10 feet <laughs> like i can move a lot of things 10 feet. it's true special skills i can move a lot of things 10 feet i mean i can move them longer than 10 feet but i'm saying it can go 10 feet yeah so. Uh, as yeah, Silas the, is saying, it's not just ten feet. As, as Silas is talking about much more than ten feet. You know, all of us pulling this thing down, and I'm looking at this connection point. Yes. Um, I would like to try uh, because I can do this up to thirty feet away, mm. the same way that I reached into the rock and was able to pull out pieces and and mold it. Right. I want to try mm -hmm. to do that to the rock that's above us. How much space can you move? Uh, I believe it's five feet. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. Yep, a five foot cube. I mean, even if we can get a, a little bit of this stuff, stone. let's like okay. rub, rub it on this thing to see if this plan even is going to work before we like go all in and get this thing chasing us. Well, and I'm, I'm curious about a bunch of things. So I'm trying to remove like the five foot cube where uh -huh. it's attached. Mm -hmm. Okay. And not only like gently place it on the ground below us okay. and see what happens there, but then see what happens there. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the little like paint tester or whatever before we paint the whole wall. <laughs> so Neb wants to remove a five by five square right at the edge that is connected and just place that gently and see what happens. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you're just moving it, right? Um, yeah. You're just I, pulling I a chunk out and moving here. it elsewhere. You target as you know. If I can make it. No, I don't want to make it difficult terrain. Um, yeah, I can. Okay. You target an area of loose earth or dirt or stone. Uh -huh. You can instantaneously excavate it, move it along the ground, and deposit it up to five feet away. And I can do that up to thirty feet away. Okay. So, and it doesn't have enough force to cause damage. It very specifically says that. So I cannot cause damage even if I wanted to. Okay. <laughs> so this might be wrong. We're going to go with it. As you pull this, this piece of this five-foot cube of earth down, this stuff, like bubblegum, is stuck to it. And it stretches and moves with it as you pull this earth down and place it down, creating kind of a tent-like, uh, you know, 
you even Ooh. see it get sort of thinner and more translucent like the way bubblegum does as you as you stretch it yeah on the upper side little of the tentacles oh. and smaller ones down here are kind of you know waving in the wind as they used to be attached to something above and they sort of reach up again towards the 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 ceiling to grab on up there again and kind of equilibrial equilibrialize the equilibrialize i don't know the <laughs> the word that you know i'm trying to get to uh the tension of that area but it remains holding on to that cube that I've moved. Uh, if it you just moved it and didn't yeah. like make it disappear, yeah, it it held tight. Okay, but its instinct seems to continue to be to reach up. reaching up. Okay, I will. And then the only other thing is, does the 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 heart below us do anything when I put a bunch of stone on the ground? Did not react. No. Okay. Oh. Well, I don't know if this is better or worse, but it's something. Hmm. I can, can keep you doing get, this. Sorry. See, you, can you get the tentacles to grab onto the thing before you move it and then put it down on the ground? Sort of trick it into grabbing I, I mean, I can try. Um, so, okay, so let me see this straight. Nev is making little baby versions come off it, the it's thing. It's still and attached. It didn't, it didn't let go. It's still it's, attached to the stone. It's still attached to itself. It just stretched. Like, like bubble gum so there's just like a long strand a five foot wide tongue of it and on top you can see the little tentacles reaching up and it's it's using its 10 foot reach to try to grab on to that area that that neb excavated the stone okay. above can i try to do neb's or uh, Maeve's suggestion grab the the five foot next to where i okay. was okay and move it in such a way that the little tentacles could grab onto it if it if they wanted to. Sure. And if you then, move the, and you can do this again. It's a cantrip. I can do fantastic. it. Fantastic. Oh and the other one stays where it is. Uh yeah. Okay, great. You uh, you you Tetris in another yeah. cube. It mm -hmm. absolutely grabs onto it. Whatever it can find that's above it, it will latch onto. And you can hear the little as it uses whatever sort of acidic juices are on it to kind of seal itself to that stone. Okay. Hmm. Well, Anything? I we could spend a while and I could just very slowly detach it if that's what we want, piece by piece. I don't know if we want to test this out anymore. I'd hate to detach it from up there and bring it down here only to find out that it's just... Uh, goo that wants to eat through everything so one thing is that you have exposed no daylight no nothing of above right this oh. this whatever this thickness of this thing is is more than the five feet so you haven't like opened up a hole to the top so it's still attached somewhere above you mm -hmm. um you've just kind of created like a you know like a some strands going <laughs> yeah. down this way some strands yeah. going up this way you know a it's little... 10 feet above us I would have made a five foot cube, so that's 15. 15, and there's still a little bit more above that. If I go five more feet up, what happens? <laughs> See, now I'm just playing Tetris. Digging, <laughs> yeah. You Tetris down this five foot cube, immediately this crunchy snow-like stuff that had been on the surface also starts to fall. This, you know, oh. styrofoamy 
granule salt uh, falls down into the space and the light from above, you can see begin to, to shine through almost like when you were coming out of that avalanche as the mm -hmm. snow and the light begins to come through. The next thing you noticed is the rush of mist. It flies into this space and as it swirls around you, it is attracted with intensity to the ground. As soon as it hits that ground, this mist begins to condense into water and slide over the surface. As you look at this happen and begin to raise your fists in triumph, this pink stuff immediately reaches out and begins to close off that gap as fast as it can. Okay. Within about 10 seconds, that spot is completely sealed over with pink. Okay, so maybe you were right. We just don't know whether that is an an actual enemy or an overactive uh, white blood cell. Either way, it seems to be blocking the mist, and the mist is the thing we need down here. Yeah, yep. I mean, I can keep doing five squares at a time, but I don't think I can I keep think, up with it. Yeah, As I think the mist spreads over that, you hear the thump, 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 getting a little faster. Oh, we yeah we we have to we have to get we have to get this thing out of the way. <laughs> Can we? Okay. So not everywhere is covered by this pink mm -hmm. stuff. Maybe if we move a couple feet away from it and dig up, like avoid it altogether, and just give the mist a, a space to come through. Do you think that would work? You want to just like seal back up again? Well, I'm t I'm saying like if the if the pink thing is here, mm -hmm. but then it's we go like twenty feet that way. Well, can, the, can you just move the earth again and see? I can, but I gotta be, I gotta be kind of close to it. Uh, you okay, know. and then Silas is just going to like grab Neb <laughs> oh. uh, uh, up and fly fly up there. I okay. mean, I was gonna ask for Rosa for a boost, but this works too. So you move 20 feet away from the shoreline. Yeah. Silas rises you up 10 feet. So you're up by the sort of surface. I, I hold her oh, like yes. Simba. Okay. You're going to move five feet of earth. And uh, I'll just go straight up. I will do the thing that they tell you not to do in Minecraft. And just yeah. not yeah. right above us, but no. like, you know, the five feet this way and up and just start digging a hole. Another <sighs> chunk comes down as you create a chimney, this cube yeah. chimney up mm -hmm. above you. Uh, how far is your reach on this? 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, you get to 20 feet, 25 feet. If you remember, you were on a hill. Mm. Yeah. 30 feet. You have not yet broken the surface. Do you want to fly up the chimney? I mean, uh, I, Silas. I, hey, Silas. Are you confident that you've got that, like, tunneled out is it going to collapse on us i mean i'm confident i got it tunneled out okay I can't let's tell go him. and then silas starts flying silas flies up Ned, as as, as you, yes we, go ahead as we go into the chimney now that i know it's we've gone 30 feet up i will start to stairway so like 
five <laughs> feet this way, five feet this way, five feet this way, five feet. Yeah. And like, see if I can make a whole, you know, like if the thing is here and we're yes. digging here, I'm going to do this and just so, come around. All right, it looks like you've played some Minecraft. I played, you know what? I really liked <laughs> Minecraft. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I never understood how you could just punch a tree uh, to make things happen, but it was, it was great fun. So punch in the classroom yeah. ant farm of this, <laughs> trajectory you guys dig up and and every time you bring a cube you have to like it has to follow you out because you've only made a five foot yeah so you kind of pull it out and put it on the mm. ground and then fly back up and get a chunk and pull it out and drop it on the ground you've, you're creating quite an excavation site there's a lot of dirt <laughs> on the ground over there <laughs> Uh, uh, Pivum's just kind of saying to mine, going, okay, good, now you bring it down here, this way, this way, this way. Perfect. You Project know, manager, to kind of I love direct, it. Direct you to, to move out your, space out your, uh, your dirt pieces. <laughs> Finally, after what felt like 15, 20 minutes of work of just pulling in these pieces out, you break through. The rush of mist, as soon as it senses access, you feel it blow your hair back, um, push you against the side of the wall as it just rushes into this space. The rest of you watching down below can see it, the thickness of this, as it just collapses into the space and spreads out in all directions, um, blanketing this central core with its moisture, with its healing. Um, the pink stuff seems unaffected it does not reach down to try to take this out um but it does create what is kind of a buffer holding it in keeping it from escaping um yeah. as this floods in and continues to flood the space it seems endless it goes on and on and you can just feel the cool moisture as it rushes past you and as it was before as it dances around you and you feel your own heartbeat begin to quicken and beat faster as time goes by, and Neb you... can't help it, but it's like, he he You know, you don't see any any globbies yet. They have not come mm -hmm. down, but you have certainly, you know, this this the air and the atmosphere above you is is coming through at at quite a pace as you watch it fill the entire space. And this the rainbow of this core beneath you has a glow as an illumination that also begins to fill the space with just a prism of colors and as you begin to see as this this moisture spreads and 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 moistens around it really is a sphere there is a core um within here that is now becoming this rainbow pearlescent pearl at the center um now you can physically see it as it just vibrates with this heartbeat, um, absolutely coming back to life. This is really pretty. I'm amazed. This is really moist. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is very, you all are just dripping. There's, you know, it's covered and the, the mist is attracted to you as well. So it's swirling mm -hmm. around you. I mean, I ain't had humidity like this since back home at Marietta. <laughs> This is the closest thing we've had to a shower since we had the train. Showers. Yeah. This isn't a real shower. Don't, okay. don't, uh, uh. Real showers are better. Than <laughs> Darn. Yeah. All right. But did we, we didn't 
fix the core. We didn't fix the problem. We we dug around it. Yeah. This might not last. We might need to do something more permanent here. Like what? Fireball? You just want to like destroy everything, aren't you? <laughs> I just see that this thing is a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, whether or not the pink stuff is a problem, it, some of the rock is. And I think you're right. This is not a permanent solution. But maybe with the core working, the people will come back, at, you know, because I mean, I can keep excavating, but we could be here for years and I don't think I could excavate all around this thing. So yeah. we're going to need well, more Well, not people, with that right? attitude, you can't. <laughs> well, okay. All right. You're willing to hold me for a couple of years and we just do five feet at a time? You are really light, but uh, but yeah, probably not. Um, so, uh, I mean, Miss Robin, what do you suggest? Like, seriously, just go to town on this thing? Like... I mean, all I'm saying is that one time I was a dental assistant and, you know, you can fill in cavities, but you're not really getting to the root of the problem. Well, the patients have root canal, the pink stuff? (laughs) Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you want to leave and leave it to those who come back to take care of it, then fine. I'm just saying that Hey, hey, listen, to be clear, other than, you know, my magical energy in a waning cycle right now, other than that fact, I am completely down with crushing this thing with, you know, telekinesis and, you know, like I'm, I'm totally down with it and I can probably do it once or twice. Um, but, you know, if that gets it agitated and then we go through what we did to get through it in the first place then we're probably in some really deep trouble because I just spent all that waning magical energy on crushing telekinesis <laughs> instead of making you all believe that you feel better. How do we know that we've done the job? I mean, are I we good to go that. back? And if we are good to go back, how do we get back? That's what I was why, thinking. Why didn't Ivy give us like a walkie talkie or something, <laughs> honestly? What my, my guess is we go the same way we came which is we follow the path back up and then just float up through the mist and the water and all that but robin i i think you make a point about we need to make sure that we've we've actually done the job at least long enough so that if we were to leave and go tell ivy that it hasn't gotten bad again i'd hate to leave and then spend a couple hours and go back up to ivy and by the time we get there she's like well you know it was working for a little while but then it stopped working again and so you gotta go go back i don't know what you did but whatever you did didn't last very long so why don't we see if it's like an engine if it returns to a state where there's something that it seems to have spun back up but perhaps there's just a sort a sort of natural ecology to this place that's going to restart. That all sounds great. How do we do that? We'll give it a bit of time. Okay. And then Silas is going to uh, not sit down because he doesn't touch the ground anymore, but he goes crisscross applesauce and floats about a foot or so off the ground. And then um, he is taking out some food because he has uh, remembered that he has not eaten any in a long time. Yes. All right. So this yeah. isn't a good berry. This is his last piece of jerky what? that he has been holding on to for a special moment. Cheers to the end of the jerky. Uh, 
Would anybody like any of this? It's yes, I would. Pivim kind of, paste. you can see a little. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know if there's enough to share. I was just being nice. but uh, Robin I, will. But, <laughs> Robin will join you in the fact of she's also digging in her her bag. She pulls out those Werber candies, those little like, oh, oh my God. like I've been saving that. Yes, <laughs> Deb. amazing. Okay. I've been saving awesome. this for a special occasion, and she like holds it and like cheers, Silas. Um, right. You notice then- as you're you're walking around, Robin, that so, you know it's gotten really like there's a little bit of like like a one inch puddle, and with your little rain boots. <laughs> It's just kind of you can kick it a little bit. It's just like standing in puddles in the park. Hopefully, it doesn't become standing in lakes in the park and we start to drown. All right, problem oh, for well, another time. To worry about. Si- Silas goes to Farouz and is like, "All right, let's wishbone this." Oh. And, uh, May the best woman win. <laughs> you got it. And then uh, Silas is absolutely <laughs> cheating with telekinesis. <laughs> Like he's trying to get more. <laughs> I would like to cast bicep. <laughs> Mind over matter. Mind over matter. Neb is gonna pull out the last couple good uh, the, the berries that she's made and hold them out to Maeve and Pivim and say, "I mean, I I like the berries, but I don't know if I can compete with jerky." Silas gets a smaller piece because that's poetically. Uh, Pivum will take a good berry. It's about the size of a plum in his hand, and just you <laughs> know, another one. It's kind of you know walking around in here. Um, the water is rising. It is, does seem to be collecting in some way on top of the surface, um, and you can all start to feel now beneath your feet the the slightly more spongy quality of this this ground. It is definitely not this solid stone feel any longer. It has a more malleable feeling, and this this glow is getting lighter and lighter. Um, Wait a minute, are we gonna sink through? Like if we stay here too long? Fear unlocked. Well, if it's <laughs> if it's a cell, we might need to sink through to get what we need. The core would be even further in. What we didn't Wait. like do it with what we just did. Like there's we're almost there. there. One more, one more level. One more. I mean, that's assuming this is adhering to the rules that we know about cells, and we that know might about be sure. Wrong. <laughs> and we're in a different well whether whether or not whatever rules that it's adhering to we, we don't know for sure whether it's done and so and I'm, again I'm like hey I'm almost positive I ask Ivy like how are we going to know if this is fixed before we left and if I didn't mm-hmm. I certainly meant to ask her that <laughs> it would have been really helpful information Yeah, she said we would know and so far we're yeah. still kind of so if we don't know, then we're not done. Okay, I got it. Oh no! Hey, hey Silas, you know who might know? Can you Ooh. can you read the emotions of the 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 car the core the heart the brain hey, listen, whatever? We've, we've got choices here. We've got crushing telekinesis. Okay. We've got making y'all feel like you feel better, or we've got like you know focusing on whatever this alien creature is and seeing if I can you know pick up you know little pot thoughts. So, like, you know, 
I'm fine. I am like done prioritizing those things. So if y'all want to help me with it, that's great. So if you want me to see if it's feeling better, then I'll do that. But yes. that might mean that if the pink stuff attacks us, that, you know, we're going to be in some real trouble. Why can't we just shrink the thing and put it in Robin's backpack? What? The pink what, stuff? What was going to shrink the thing? Like, where's that magic coming from? <laughs> oh. Neb looks up at the pink stuff and thinks really hard about shrinking it. And, <laughs> like, tries to, is like rubbing her stone and throwing it back and forth in her hands. Like, I, uh, well, it's not mine. It's not my magic. I know. Wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> to be able to show Ivy what it is? I don't know. Well, when we get back up to Ivy, Silas can make a, a fake, you know, a hologram to show her. Maybe she'll know what it is. So we don't actually have to bring the thing. Yeah, y'all remember that scene in Return of the Jedi where C-3PO is like telling stories. Oh, like that, yeah. that's what That's what like, that's what inspired me to do that. I did that with Tile Run too. And like, he was like totally now a palm of my hand. He's like, he's thinking that I'm like all, all dark Silas. Like, you know, I shaved off the sides and I've got a Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Out of curiosity, uh, mm -hmm. would this be considered a short rest? <laughs> sure. You all can take a short rest. Mm -hmm. The water is rising uh, during this hour that you take to, uh, you know, feel better. Um, it's now about a foot deep um pivum's you know kind of up to his chin uh you know oh. he'll 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 climb up on some of that dirt that you excavated to try to stay up on the uh, out of the the water level here um but it is it is rising so um, as it's rising i'm going yeah. to like put my face down into it mm -hmm. and then i'm going to try to breathe like we were before when we were enchanted you Does that work still have your marks from her and yeah it's okay. like it has no hey so everybody just where everybody's like you know feeling secure about this apparently we can still breathe water so does give him yes. still have it oh no oh no oh that's okay um we have yeah we have, fixes for that. <laughs> we have sequoia here we have um, levitator over there We're good. Ro robin can help if he needs to breathe I mean, Neb will point that out because if, if Silas, if you mentioned, she's just gonna. I mean, everybody can stop. like take deep breaths since we don't need them, and we can just feed them to them, take turns, like like splash style. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's carbon dioxide that we breathe out, though, right? So yeah. Breathe like, how does I mean, CPR also work? once we're in the water and we're breathing water, what we will be breathing out is water, which will not be helpful to them at all. Uh, Robin will just go over to Pivim and mm -hmm. say, you won't remember this, but I found out this trick when we were down and she's going to like kind of start explaining when oh. we're at the, oh, I love tricks. the, the sunken ship. And then yes. as she does, she puts her hand on his little shoulder and a little air bubble just <laughs> around his head for the next 24 hours. Awesome. He kind of <laughs> air bubble. You know, <laughs> pokes at it a little bit, and it, the surface tension holds it together. You know, like those unpoppable bubbles. Uh, oh wow! And he puts his head in the water. Oh! I wonder Thank if you. that would work in outer space, Miss Robin. <laughs> I wonder if I could fly high enough, and then you put a bubble on my head, and then we could see. 
I'm always down to try. We gotta get out of here first. Yeah. <laughs> first things first. I'd love to see what the, the stars look like on this planet. I, I can't even imagine what a different set of constellations would look like. Ooh. So are we leaving? We'll get, so, so we're oh, agreeing to leave and not take that thing out? Worked. Or... I mean, has anything changed in the past hour? We're going we're, we're to know it when we see it. It's glowing brighter and brighter. Right. It's the, the water is condensing and becoming, you know, rising and covering this, this right. space. You do get the impression that this is just going to continue <sighs> to fill until it reaches, you know, the ceiling, until it reaches the surface. I guess there's no reason for us to stay any longer. Well, what about the pink stuff? Are we afraid That's what stuff I was is... saying. Well, no, <laughs> I know. That's why I'm bringing it up again. Like, are we thinking, because like, you know, the pink stuff might just be sitting there like playing possum and then we leave and then the pink stuff is like terrorizing everything. Well, Ooh. so, okay. So a couple, a couple of things could happen here. We could wait and it could fill up like a bloom, right? That could be a possibility since it's membrane getting recorded. Or it could float up to the ceiling and grab hold of the ceiling. I, I don't remember what the ceiling looked like in there. So the, the rest of it is mu it just looks like dirt, stone kind of ceiling, um, like in a cave, uh, other than where this membrane is. So, you know, nothing that felt unnatural or, you know, kind of out of your wheelhouse. So that could happen too. So or I don't know if it's worth Oh, or if we continue with your theory that this is all a big body, if if this water is like blood and that thing is, let's say it's a good thing and it's just an overactive. Maybe it's like light. a sphincter. What? That's not where I was going, but you know what? We did move through it, so maybe you're right. But I was thinking more was... like an overactive white blood cell, you know? Maybe once it's back submerged in blood, it'll detach and go on its merry way doing what it's supposed to do. Protect the heart. Right. I mean, I don't think we could destroy it if we tried. This thing is far too much. And we definitely powerful. don't want to try. I just say we get out of here and try to find our way back up. I think that's a good idea. And if we're wrong about the pink thing and we show it to Ivy and she says, oh no, that's absolutely something you should have destroyed. We'll come back down and we'll destroy it. <laughs> we'll have her no, come gonna, down be, and Yeah, exactly. It. I'll be like, hey, Ivy, like, we've done a little we bit. We promise here. we did like, it. <laughs> we've done enough. Silas is going to show you a video. <laughs> um, you should have warned us about the pink stuff, Ivy. As as you all seem to be moving towards the the chimney exit here, mm -hmm. um, Pivim Pivim decides he's enjoying this a little bit. He starts to sort of kick and splash in the water. He's you know he's thinking back, remembering to the the mud of Lorelia and uh, the fun that he had in the swamps. Um, and he sort of playfully starts to, you know, come to grips a little bit with this like second chance at, at life and, and getting home. And um, as he does that, a little bit is gonna spray up in the air or not even very far, right? You moved some of that dirt down. As the water touches the pink stuff there, you see it almost start to gum up. And 
one piece of it loses its grip a bit on the earth that was closer to the ground. Um, and as he sort of splashes again, and this water continues to rise, it's again, it's not as though it hardens, but it just loses its sticky uh, and begins to splash war and Silas is going to telekinetically <laughs> with his hands start just splashing water and see what happens as you splash water up at this you can see that yes the water it does seem to just like like silly putty wouldn't stick to something in the you know, wouldn't oh. stick to the side of the tub underwater it kind of detaches it just sort of peels away and Magic as it does water. From the edge to the magic water of the water world in which you are in <laughs> begins to detach from the side and now you can begin to see more of that daylight coming through and more of the mist that gets attracted down to this pulsing center and become more and more water as the pink stuff detaches and kind of moves in on itself and becomes smaller and and even breaks apart into separate little pieces little little globules of itself it doesn't have to cling on to itself mm -hmm. as much and you see that actually this was one of many that had just kind of attached itself together and mm. as they kind of pull apart into their smaller pieces and float away you see the water level just rising and rising now much faster that this huge lake has now been exposed to the air above um it's rising up the lake getting getting deeper as you are beginning to climb and fly out i you have time to do this <laughs> i will allow um to climb up onto the surface again as the water level rises high tide beginning to to pull up along the side of this this mountain as you back up walking away it just fills in making sort of a secondary water world um the globbies begin to appear again as you are back, circling around you, excited. <gasps> as they're singing and dancing, swirling around you with their little flashing lights, very excited. This is an enormous change as this water continues to rise and rise and rise. All of the, you know, salt calcified ground around you melts dissolving into the water around it. Uh, you know, the salts seeping into this water that had dried out of it so long ago. I think if we just stay here, we're, we're just going to be able to float up to Ivy. <laughs> just, just ride the wave. I think it's possible. Uh, we should watch out for those clear... <laughs> Things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, y'all ever been to like, you know, a water park where they have a wave pool? It's been a while, but yeah. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how they make you get out every like 20 minutes or something. Like, yeah. if this takes longer than 20 minutes, we might get kind of tired mm. you know, riding the wave. Mm. So we just yeah. need to be cautious. I'm all yeah. for it, but we just mm -hmm. need to be cautious. When the the spheres are ooh 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 friends, do they go into the water at all? Um, yeah, absolutely. Some of them 
dive into it excitedly. Um, and you can see them below almost like jellyfish. They have that, you know, almost like their, their outside membrane disappears and you just see that little internal, but when they come back out again, it kind of drips off them and you see it. Others seem a little bit more shy. They dip a little corner, you know, a little round side of it. And once it was okay, they kind of slide in again and test it. Um, but yeah, they seem to be excited about the water, interested so, in the water. So we'll know it when we see it. Do we feel like we're seeing it, y'all? at this point i mean i i definitely think we're seeing it it seems to be the thing <clears throat> that makes sense is to return the water to the water world <laughs> that makes a lot of sense yeah we've made the sphere thanks guys <laughs> i mean i wish i had a walkie-talkie to tell ivy that i think she'll had... notice at some point I mean, hopefully she noticed immediately, right? If the compass is supposed to point towards the core and now mm -hmm. we've made the core available, she probably knows right now. Yeah, so maybe she's done with whatever she needed to do. She's going to have like a hot meal waiting for us and, you know, lots of oh, thank yous. So and good. I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you more information before sending you to your potential death. You know, all, all that stuff. Maybe that's going to happen. So your plan is to ride the rising tide up into the sky. Yeah. I, I uh, so so Silas is going to like if if he understands everybody's actually on board. With this, mm -hmm. um, Silas is going to it's going to take some time as this is starting, mm -hmm. but you see that he's just kind of like moving his hands and like little bit like occasionally you see these little sparks of uh you know magical energy that almost look like holograms and like some places and everything and then eventually you see one of those um you know kind of like uh rafts that the military would use that are like the really big sturdy flat ones yeah yep. and uh you know like uh, all blown up on the sides and everything and it like <laughs> pops out eventually <laughs> and he's like uh and then he kind of flies around and tries to help everybody like okay get the craft. uh, uh good yeah piven will take your hand and just kind of flop in the middle oh boy <laughs> you guys are a laugh hooting half here yeah and i'm gonna swim up to the side of the raft and look at piven and say you know the first time we met you you actually looked like this and i'm going to <laughs> into a seal into a white seal with blue mm. eyes. Oh, yeah. Basically the same kind of seal that he looked like, except with my eyes. He looks at you and goes, Oh, boy, I can do stuff like that. You've taught, she says, You've taught me a lot, but what comes out is, <laughs> What? Wait, you don't remember being able to do that, Crash? No. Couldn't do that. Oh. Really. Wow. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll get that back. Who knows? Seems you should cool. try right now. I should try? How yeah, just know? like, I don't know, like, tighten up your nether regions, think really hard about... He clenches his butt cheeks. Neb is saying no. He his butt cheeks. Well, I mean, what, has Neb ever told us how she does it? Like, Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. she, just she studies the things really, really hard. hard. And yes. And believes. Pivim scrunches up his upper butt cheeks too. We don't know. <laughs> he scratches up his face and and his butt cheeks all at once. He's just if he could possibly get smaller, he has. 
You would you would also remember what she talks about is picturing the yeah. animal she wants to be in her that's head, right. and that's why she can't be a bird is she can't picture all the feathers. So she's she he's he's looking at Neb all the little you know things and and even before he realizes it, there's another seal exactly looks exactly like Neb, Yay. except this one's like scrunched <laughs> up its face, uh, and it kind of looks over to you and goes or or. I'm completely startled by what has happened. The fact that he has changed into this thing. He looks down. Silas makes an illusion of a mirror and it it doesn't actually work, but it like, he's going to put the reflection that he thinks of the seal to make him think that he's looking into a mirror. Is it all distorted? Uh, It's like a fun house version. Um, looks over at Neb and is just kind of nodding his head very excitedly. And, and then even he'll give you one of those playful seal knocks with one the other side of the head. Yeah, and I will immediately start swimming around the raft and play, play, uh, chase me, chase me. <laughs> so the seals are playing in the middle of the raft uh, as it just continues to rise and rise. You are now, you know, just almost shooting up with speed almost as as this this thing continues and the whole space seems to again have this this glow of every possible prismatic color around you it's like being inside the aurora borealis as just all of the colors are vibrant suddenly it is water all around you you can all breathe neb and uh 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 Pivim take a little a little breath before uh it happens and you know and able to sort of hold that um as suddenly you seem to be in there the the raft itself kind of jolts a little bit when this happens as it it kind of can't get stuck between water and water and is below. Um, I guess it's got air in it. Would that pull you up, maybe? It continues to elevate you. <laughs> Let's go for it. Why oh. not? Um, as the air is sort of pulled, it wants to float. It's going slower now, but you can feel a gentle sort of rising pressure beneath you. Um, mm-hmm. Pivum sort of feels his his flippers and begins to sort of swim out and swim around in circles up above kind of watching and then down below swimming around you um it goes from that kind of dark mist and suddenly you're through and you can see all of that what felt like like a like a perma layer seems to be getting sucked down uh, and that light, that rainbowy light is starting to come through again. Uh, that that false floor to the bottom destroyed mm-hmm. as everything is starting to become one. Um, there is no land any longer below. There is just now this substance of life, of water. Um, as you rise and rise and rise, you can begin to see this spiral, this helix uh, ramp that was going down below. You see the huge globes that were placed along this this spiral. Um, They are lit from within. The light coming from below now hits them so that each one glows with an intense light greens purples reds blues oranges uh just pinks fill 
this these Christmas tree ornament baubles as you float higher and higher. As you look above, you can see that central globe that is glowing with an absolute pure prism of all colors. As you reach that top, this spinning compass in the center that had been wildly rotating has seemed to find its balance as it spins in a really perfect little spiral in the center. As you reach up there, you can see Ivy. As the seals circle around and swim, she looks at you. <laughs> I see you've managed it, she says with a huge smile on her face. Even though the last time you'd seen her, she was quite stoic. It has just spread ear to ear, almost wider than a human smile, as if she has more teeth and more cheek and more lip than you do. It is just spread all the way up on either side of her face. He says, the beacon is working. I think we did it. Well, yeah, you said we would know when it would happen. And, and yeah, it was very apparent and obvious. So, and no problem with that it. That smile was creepy, but thank you. They will come. She says, even now, I can feel them. Neb is going, Neb is going to drop out of being a seal because they can only hold their breath for so yes. long anyway. Uh, and just before Pippen starts... will when he sees you and is his, I assume his thing can still be there. Right? His, his <laughs> yeah. And, and immediately he's going to say, okay, so we, we met these um, globe things that were down there that seem to be intelligent, but kind of, are those your people or what, what are your people? Because we also met these things that attacked us. And, and then there was this, the, the pink thing, there was a lot that was down there. So who are your people all all of the life here in Tiber are my people yes if, if you met them they are they are of this world and oh. we have we have right we have righted the balance <laughs> corrected the balance um yes some some are 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 helpful others less so but they are all so you're talking about that nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea down there. That was part of the, like that's part of your people. The pink if, stuff. If it lives, it is part of Tiber. Has this happened before? Has the compass gone wild before, or is this the first time this has ever happened? No, this is the first time anything has 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 stopped the access um, to to. To the beacon um wait and for a moment she stops and, and and you can hear singing something that feels almost like what the the globbies could do this kind of harmonic or organ kind of sound um as several uh, what could best be described to you as merfolk begin to swim up um these have vaguely humanoid forms but with gills and tails they are mostly silver uh the scales of 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 fish um even their eyes are closer to the sides of their faces the way that fish are but they have um you know their fins have what seem like long kind of tenderly fingers attached they clutch um items that have been created by intelligent hands and, and, and minds as they begin to swim up towards Ivy. She rises to her full height, which to you, you're starting to notice is taller than you remember her to be. She is getting 
transformed in some way by being here. They circle around this glowing rainbow orb at the center, and each one of them bows ahead, rises it again, raises it again. She re reaches her hand out to each single one of them, touches each on the cheek. Again, this smile, this grin going all the way to her ears. Tyver is back. <laughs> they are returning. These are the first, but there will be many, many more. She's excited. That's amazing. Yeah, what now? Thanks to you. I guess she didn't have time for the hot meal or any of that. <laughs> <laughs> she takes you as she begins to sort of, you know, all of these different sea-like creatures begin to swim up, uh, engaging with her as she sort of does her, her royal duty to sort of greet them all. She motions for you to head back to the surface. She says, I will follow closely. Go, rest, care for yourselves. Yeah, we do need to rest. As, as if we do head off, I think Robin will stay behind just for a moment and say, there were those clouds you had mentioned where you can speak with the past. Is yes. that still a thing we can do? Oh, yes. The mist at the top. You can hear the voices of those past if they wish to speak with you. Fantastic. All right. So, Ivy, real, real quick point of clarification before we head out here. Um, because we have this habit, like, I'm really bad about this, of, like, mm -hmm. running off and not getting all the details before so I'm trying to be better about that. And one of the things that um, I wondered, if we go to these mists, mm. when you say the people who have passed, are you meaning people who are dead? Wait, was hope? Did you do? Did you wait until we had left to do that? No, not necessarily. Okay, okay. But yeah, sorry. I Neb, Neb is trying to talk to a mare folk, so she hasn't left yet. When, when all you're like, oh, we're gonna go upstairs, she's like, Hi. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't something Hope wanted to no. as a project gotcha. moment. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, she says yes. Those who whose hearts no longer beat. Yes, yeah, so dead. All right, I just wanted to verify because, you know, I'm just in Silas Ray's voice because, like, you know, mm -hmm. if we're trying to talk to people mm -hmm. like, you know, my pops, for instance, that at least until maybe a few days ago I was thinking was very much dead and then maybe thought that perhaps not because I saw him in some magical hallucination while we've been here, then, you know, it would be a really good way to confirm maybe whether, you know, they are actually gone or potentially still alive out there well i think there's an even more important question which is do you ever get to speak with julian Ooh. she pauses that smile faltering down just a bit hmm. i only just got back i have not tried do you still love him i'm not sure i want the answer Oh, but he was your soulmate. Why wouldn't you? Because if I hear his voice in the mist, it means he is gone. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I thought he knew he was gone. I know he is missing. Yeah. What if I were in your situation? I think I would just put everything I had into trying to find 
the person I loved. Oh, trust me. Ascend, and we shall talk. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so like, she had like those... a duty to her people and all that. So, uh, can you tell me anything about like the scale? <laughs> I'm just, I want to keep we humanizing her. I want to bring the her tea. back because I know that we need to keep doing that. Otherwise, we risk the. Well, and we Which need to find Julie. If Julian is alive, he's the scribe that is going to get Piven back mm -hmm. to yep. where he goes. And if Julian is dead, then we got to find another scribe. And also, like, yeah, like <laughs> even even beyond humanizing her, we want to know where Julian is too. And also, so. we don't want to give her extra information about our loved ones who are trapped. For for at least from from Maeve's perspective, that's why I sort of cut you off on that and mom armed in the way no, a little Silas bit. Silas don't care, but <laughs> oh. Um, Maeve Neb cares. is half listening, but Maeve she doesn't totally... want to give up anything. Yeah, <laughs> you're over there. The the mer people going. <laughs> I don't know if I can figure out how to speak that. You're okay. I didn't think that far when I started to talk to you. I'm so sorry. Well, I should be thinking about that more often. I've just been able to speak to so many things, but you're 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 very you're very cool. I don't know if you can understand me at all. Neb, Neb, yeah, darling, let's go. <laughs> there's there's mermaids here, and we're oh, like, there's we, a lot more. I mean, fixed, yeah, we we fixed the planet, and so I all right. Never to be time. You need rest. She's gonna follow, but you see, she's just going to continue to look at all the creatures that are oh, showing. She's memorizing. Up. Uh, more, <laughs> more like. Uh, oh, that'd be fun to talk to. No, I gotta go. Oh, that'd be fun. To, oh, what is that? Oh no, I gotta go. Like it's, it's a lot of that. I have one other question before we go in, I, yeah. because we didn't get a chance to look at anything on the spirals going yes. down or up. And I would I would like to have if there is an opportunity to sort of look and see some of what's around in those. Let's give a perception check. OK. Of just kind of as you were rising, what you took in. Mm -hmm. They were pretty far away, but. I oh, nice. Um, 23. Cool. So as you were you were rising up, you noticed that the interior of these spaces um, seemed to match fairly closely with the now color that has been just illuminated within them. the The green globe was a a, a veritable jungle of undersea life and and trees and um, uh, what is it I want to kelp uh, and all of that kind of um, green life that is under there. Um, the space that is, you know, had had um, let's say the the sort of purple color to it. Um, you know, was filled with with various life from you know that color spectrum that you'd see jellyfish and again maybe some of the silvery elements of of this 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 place. Um, so each one kind of creating an ideal living space for different creatures from this this world. Perfect. Thank you. 
when they begin to, you'll you'll notice as you start of start to walk away that these different creatures are starting to gravitate back towards these centers um, that have you know exactly what they need to eat, exactly what they need to breathe. You know, this is a this is you, you get the sense that this is a palace, right? These are welcoming rooms for whoever needs them, and it has exactly the right amenities for that particular creature. Wow, very welcome. Uh, you watch as you start to to continue up towards this central wishing well that you came through, uh, that she is indeed, you know, reaching out to each of these creatures, um, doing her, her courtly duty to welcome them back home. Uh, mm -hmm. That central compass spinning in a perfect in the center. As you finally reach the surface, one by one, rising out, you notice that as you exit the water, this glowing enchantment wipes away as the water drips down off your faces and you come back up to the surface. This is real snow. It's not crystallized, grainy. This is actually the cold snow. Um, there is this crystal spiral staircase in the corner that leads up to the mist. It is now much darker. Um, there appears to be kind of a night, but it's, or dusk, I'll say. Um, you cannot from here see the ocean that you walked from, but you know the direction that it was, and you were inside this sort of ruined palace up here at the top. Um, I think with that, we will call this episode of Children of Verte complete. Thank you all very much for being with us. And remember that you are what you believe yourself to be. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.